Or classes, whatever. But anyway, I stopped going. But a lot of people who went there were from Temecula. Yeah. Because it's close. Yeah, there's also a, like a satellite campus in, yeah. in Temecula. Yeah, a lot of people commuting from Temecula to San Marcos. Yeah. Truly an awful school. Is it really? And an awful town. Really? All of it's bad. Really? All because of you it. know what? I was going to go to Cal State San Marcos. Did you go anywhere else? The, no. No. Great. No. Yeah. yeah well, you no, saved I went money. to community college. That's how you live in a nice place. Probably. Because you didn't spend your money on a bullshit education. Did you? Well, here's the thing. I had money saved up, so really it was like no harm, no foul mm-hmm. with yeah. college. I had money saved for, for college. college spending oh, wow. purposes. You're so smart. Well, it wasn't me. It was my parents, <laughs> and they're actually very dumb because I, I have money for college, and I do not go to college. You still have the money? No, I'm spending it, but now it's being taxed. When I spend it oh. on stuff, it's being taxed because I'm not using it on <coughs> was college. Was it a college fund? It was a college fund, oh. which is so fucked up. That's that is weird. Up. I was like briefly a child star, and so that's why I had money saved up from that's that. That's for real, though? Yeah. Like, yeah. for real, Tell for real? Because that was one of my questions, actually. Wait, why would that be a question? Did you because have a feeling? Because he researched No, 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 no. Because I... No, no, no. Oh. Because I... No, I don't care that much. <laughs> she would have been flattered. <laughs> no, because I vaguely remember, and I could be totally wrong, and it could be someone else, but I'm pretty sure. You did, like, crank calls. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. What is crank okay, calls? Okay, so please. I, okay, here's what I also don't understand is why people still call it crank calls. I don't know. It's prank calls. No, I know, but there was that show Crank, crank Yankers. Crank Yankers, yeah. I think that's why. And yeah. every time I say prank calls, I feel like someone's bound to correct me at some point. Really? Say it's crank calls. No, whenever I hear someone say crank calls, I'm like, how old are you? Your microphone. Yeah, I had a feeling I'm, I don't <laughs> hear anything. Just, I the, just realized. Oh, this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, okay. That's it takes in from one like side. Like an R&B singer. Yes. Yeah. Okay, exactly. got it. Right. <laughs> cool. Now we can all hear each other. Great. Great. So, I feel like, I, okay. What, um, what was prank call? What, so, know you know is. when you're young and you prank phone call people, you oh, just yeah. call people. However, it's kind of a, a weird random story. So, I grew up in Long Beach and there's a really like popular radio station in like the greater Los Angeles area, which is 102.7 Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. And it, I have yes. two, and I have two older sisters, so I didn't grow up listening to like Radio Disney or anything like that. Like, I was listening to what my sisters were listening to, which is like top forty hits. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Seacrest is the host of it, and like, you know, prime of American Idols happening. Like Ryan Seacrest is like the biggest man. Uh, you know and Mm -hmm. that's like a super popular radio station yeah so one morning like me me and my sisters would listen to it while we're getting ready for school and I was like because I've always been an attention whore so I'm seven (laughs) years old and I'm like I want to I want to call the radio station I want to hear my voice on the radio and so and I didn't I didn't know the phone number. I didn't have anything planned. I just knew that I wanted to be on the radio. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to hear me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Brittany, my oldest sister, you need to give me the phone number because I need to call in. And she was like, if you get through, my friends are going to know your voice and you're going to embarrass me. So I'm not giving you the number. So then she starts calling in. She doesn't get through. She goes to school. My dad takes her to school. I hit redial on the phone. I'm like, I'm a genius. (laughs) So I hit redial. I get through and I'm like, fuck, 
what do I say? My other sister's still at home, and I'm like, Courtney, what do I say? And she was like, she's a selfish bitch. So she was like, ask for Britney Spears tickets, because that's what she wants. Uh. And I'm like, you know what? Sounds good. I don't know what to say. I'll say that. Yeah. So I get through. It's Ryan Seacrest. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, hi, Ryan. Can I get Britney Spears tickets? And I'm seven, so I sound like a baby. Mm. Like, I don't sound like this, you know? I'm like, hi, can I get Britney Spears tickets? And Ryan's like... Uh, yeah, can you sing a Britney Spears song for us while we look for tickets? So I sing Toxic by Britney Spears. Seven-year-old Allie's, like, getting dicked down over the phone, oh you know? Oh, my God. I'm like, the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. And, <laughs> and I sing the whole song. The whole thing? They I mean, let you go on? I think I, I was going on for a while. Wow. And I'm done, and Ryan goes, well, you know, we don't have Britney Spears tickets, <laughs> but we have American Idol tickets. And I'm like, I'll only go if they're VIP. You said that? I said that because I'm like the youngest child. I'm a natural born diva. Mm, Same. And so I'm like, I just sang. And now you're going to give me like put me on American Idol. (laughs) If you're going to do something, put me on. So anyway, he thinks it's funny. We're talking and I'm like being like a seven year old with a silly attitude. And um, and I went to see American Idol. It was garbage. My seats were awful. I of hated course. it. And I was like, why doesn't anyone here know me? I'm the girl who called in last week. <laughs> um, but then I, I called back. Now I know the number. I call back. I'm like, hey, Ryan. Like, talking about American <laughs> Idol, whatever. I guess I'm like, so I'm, I'm being funny. And I don't realize it because I'm seven years old. Yeah, yeah. He was like, stay on the line. Our producer wants to talk to you. So oh I stay on God. the line. The producer's like, hey, uh, are your parents home? I'm like, no, it's 7 a.m. on a school day. I'm like, no, no one's home. He was like, okay, well, like, give someone my number when they get home. So my dad comes home, and I was like, Dad, Ryan Seacrest wants to talk to you. And he calls, and they were like, we have this idea. We want your daughter to come up to Hollywood. We're going to try this out. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, no big deal. Where did you live at the time? Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, oh, okay. I was in Long Beach. So then... Me and my dad drove up. We drove up to Hollywood, and um, we went to the studio. It was just me and, like, the producer. Mm-hmm. And we made three prank phone calls to businesses, and they played them, and it was, like, a really big hit. So then I did that for pretty much four years. I would four go in. Years? Yeah, I would go in every week. Did you have week. a radio name? Lil Alley. Okay. Little Alley, yeah. That's fucking nuts. You know what? I remember, like, driving to school with my mom, and my mom either listened to 99.1 or 102.7. And you guys did it in the morning, right? Yeah. Did you listen to her? I remember listening to that. That's crazy. insane. And I remember when I saw you first on Kill Tony, and then that was, like, the credit that he gave you or something, I think, Tony. Really? Because that's how I knew about it, that that was you. Because I would have never have been, like... Oh, there's that chick that did the yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, you would never like know at this s- point. Tony, I think, said it like, like, this is the chick that did this or so. Somehow, or maybe you told the story on Kill Tony. Like yeah, after, maybe at some point it came out. Like after maybe he was interviewing you and yeah. it got out somehow. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. And I remember I called my mom. I was like, do you remember that, like, those little, like, prank phone calls? Yeah. You know? She was like, yeah, I think so. I was like, dude, I just, like, saw the chick. Uh-huh. That, you know? That's but crazy. Yeah. 
So yeah. for four years. So for four years, I would go in. I would leave school early on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and everyone would be like, "Ellie's going to Hollywood." Everyone was like a hater. I would leave school early, and then Fucking I would, haters, dude. yeah, I would like record a week's worth, make it sound like I was there in the studio, hmm. and then yeah, I did that for like four years. So did they pay you? Yeah, so that's where the college money came from. Was when I started getting paid for it, which was like. Like a couple, like a couple months in, they were like, "Oh, we have to pay her, or else this is child labor." Right. Um, <laughs> my parents, who are so sweet, thought that I would one day go to college. So <laughs> half of the money was in a college fund, which is so dumb. And then half of the money was like, when she turns eighteen, she can use it. Um, w- which went, I've spent when because I I actually took it out. I think when I was like sixteen, like the first thing I spent it on was like a car for when I got my license, and then after I spent it on that, I'm like, who cares? Money comes and goes, and then I just like <laughs> ran through it, and it's a nightmare. And it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> now I just have the college fund money, which is not useful in any way. Yeah. And you can't. Well, here's the thing: you can't even spend the college money on like. Like, I can't take a class. I have to be, like, a full-time student. Isn't that fucked? No, yeah. yeah, That's... To get financial aid, it's the same. Yeah. I'm like, like, pay for my UCB class. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) That's something useful. Yeah. It's, uh... It's fucked. But it was so fun, like, to have done that. And then, um... Yeah, it was crazy. Because it was so popular. And people would, like, recognize my voice. And... Well, it's a distinct voice. Yeah, it was super. It was super distinct, and my dad would like use it. He would. I remember one time his car was like getting worked on, so he got a like rent. He rented a car, Mm -hmm. and he was at the place, and he was like, "Yeah, do you just by chance like listen to Kiss FM?" And I guess the guy at the car place was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "My daughter's little Allie." And then he got a convertible. He got like an upgrade. He was using me. He loved it. My dad loved it. Oh my god, such a stage dad. I was going to say yeah. stage parents. But he's like he, my my dad's not a stage dad. He's like I just want to have things. So yeah. if it's from you, great. I don't care like I don't care what you do, <clears throat> but I would like to benefit from it. <laughs> yeah, it was you, great. Oh, oh my god. I was going to ask something stupid. Doesn't matter. Um what were you going to ask? Yeah. I was going to ask curious. if you were an only child. And you oh, just and told us that you had two sisters. Yeah, no, I've so told her sisters. That was Ignore a stupid question. Me. Yeah. And then yeah. they were like, because everyone listened to, everyone still listen. like most people listen to Kiss FM. And this is before like, you either had the radio or you had CDs, you mm-hmm. know, you don't, or an iPod like first gen. Mm-hmm. So everyone listened to it. So like my sisters would go to school and everyone would be like, is that your sister? Is that your little sister? And anytime my friends would have like people over at our house, they'd be like, oh my God, you're the girl, which was rad. Like I loved it. Of course. But then it was so crazy. Cause I would have like fake friends and they're like, they would be like, um, Justin only let you beat handball because you're on the radio. Like it was what so silly. Fuck? Yeah. Just like that's weird. Like elementary school and middle school drama. Oh Jesus. Like Ali's taking me to the shark shark uh, shark boy and lava girl premiere. <laughs> it was anyway. <laughs> did you go to that? Yeah, I did so much fun I got to go to like Wango Tango and Jingle Ball and I I remember I brought up Gwen Stefani on stage no when way. she was in her like problematic Harajuku girl phase. Oh my god. Yeah. Wasn't wow. problematic at the time, but now looking back you're like interesting. Very yeah. problematic. But so fun. Such a great time for Gwen. 
<laughs> so what? So it went on for four years. Mm-hmm. Why did they get rid of it? Or? Oh, you know, puberty. Oh. It's not as cute. Because when I started, I was seven <laughs> years old, and they're like, "We're gonna say you're six years old." And now you you're, an extra yeah, year. they're like, and your birthday is April Fool's, of course, because you're making prank phone calls. So that's a funny bit. Um, and then they changed the spelling of my name to A L L Y. Um, Why? So I don't know. They, the producer just did that, and mm-hmm. I don't think it was for any reason. I think it was like when they had first met me, they didn't know how I spelled my name. They were just like, we know she's Allie and she's Lil. <laughs> So then they just spelled to A-L-L-Y, which is truly horrific. It's a horrific way to spell Allie. But, um, it's almost like L-I. Yeah. But then I was like, uh, by the end of it, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I was 11. They were saying I was 10. And it, my contract was up. And I was like, I need to focus on school, which was dumb. But, you know, I had done it for four years. Like, it was fun. But I was like, time to move on. And now I do stand-up. Yeah. So what, like, made you... What You were 11 when it stopped. Yeah, I think I was, like, 11 or 12. What was that like transitioning from, like, this person that has, like, a radio thing... Yeah. ...to being, like, sort of famous, I guess? Did that, like, just, like, taper off people who like, just like, didn't care anymore? Because when you're 11, you're not in high school yet. You're still in middle school. No, right? yeah, I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, and I stopped doing the radio... And, I mean, I I was living a very, like, it wasn't, like, the radio didn't make me, like, crazy famous or anything. I just got to do cool things. And, like, you're too young to be able to, like, go wild. So, like, I was still in school. I was still doing, like, normal stuff. And um, the only difference was that, like, when I was doing it, all of a sudden I had, like, a manager and like an agent and I was going on auditions and like I had no idea what I was doing I was like I just wanted to hear myself on the radio so they're sending me on auditions I'm like a child and I'm like I don't even know how I'm illiterate I'm essentially illiterate and I don't know what I'm doing um so none of that worked out which I think was probably for the best or else I would be uh crazy. crazy Probably crazy. crazy, yeah. For sure. So you just went into high school as a normal person? Yeah, super normal. I think, I think, um, yeah, I think by the end of eighth grade, once I got to high school, like, that was over. Like, not that no one cared, but, like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Because, like, the people who went to the hi- same high school as me, like, they either already knew about it or at this point it's, like, not super exciting to find out. Like, everyone. Did you get any boy attention in high school because of it? Not in high school, but I did have, like, a lot of, like, cute little crushes and, like, and I would tell boys that I liked. I'd be, like, I would pull my dad's move of, like, do you listen to Kiss FM? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know Ryan Seacrest. We're, like, best friends. (laughs) Do you still stay in contact with him? No, no, well, that was, like, all pre-recorded, so I only really, like... You only met him, like, once? Connected with him, like, a couple times, Um, but... I mean, he was always super cool, and yeah. You but we got, were never, never like in creepy. contact. No, not at all. Because didn't something happen with him recently? Like you got. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny because everyone for the longest time was like, the first thing they would ask me is like, "Is he gay?" Mm. I don't know. Obviously, yeah. It's oh, a good. What do you mean obviously? Well, I mean, no, not obviously. He's oh, gay. obviously, that's the first question. <clears throat> obviously, that's a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they. What would people ask? (coughs) Oh, I remember there's, like, still some up online, but at the time there were, like, so many, um, like, online questions or, like, forums about Kiss FM, and people would be like, 
Uh, this is just a 37-year-old voice actress from New Jersey who calls in and pretends <clears throat> to be a young kid. And then some people would be like, this is irresponsible parenting. The girl's missing school every morning. And I'm like, haha, if you only knew. <laughs> Did you really miss school? I like, would just leave early, once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not That's really. Cool. No. no. You weren't missing no. much from elementary school. Yeah. And it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, but that's my, that's my origin story. That's awesome. And then when did you come into stand-up? Um, I think I did my first open mic when I was 17. Jeez. Yeah. Was Kill Tony, like, one of the first things you did? No. I, um, I did... So I did my first open mic, like, at the beginning of 17, mm-hmm. and I didn't do it again because I was, like, so nervous after my first time. Even though I loved it, I was like, that was, like, so nerve-wracking. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it again. In a year, I think, exactly like... exactly how I felt, too. Yeah. yeah. And, like, after, after my first, like, kind of year of college, I, um... I did a drop-in improv class because I was like, that way I'll be more comfortable on stage. I won't be so nervous. And I left the improv class early and I went to this coffee shop and they were doing an open mic and I was like, this is a sign. So that was like a year later and that's when I like really started doing it. I was like 17, 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Did you do that open mic? Yeah, I did the open mic and it was at the open mic that someone suggested like... uh, this but, website that tells you all the open mics. No, like so, when you went to that coffee shop and you were like, it's a sign. Did you go do that open mic that yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, because oh, when oh, I walked okay. into the coffee shop, the open mic was happening. I had no idea. I just was like, fuck uh-uh. this improv class. I'm going to get coffee because I thought that was cool because I like, I'm from Long Beach and I'm like, an L.A. coffee shop. I'm 17. Like, this is cool. Independent. That's how I feel right now. Yeah? Yeah, I love coffee shops. Coffee shops are chill. So I went into the coffee shop and they were doing an open mic. So I used like the same material from a year ago. Uh-huh. And someone... How did that show go? I don't even remember. Mm, blacked it out. Yeah. I really don't remember. What was the thing that made you do... Like, did you always kind of like have a fascination with stand-up? Or did you... You were just like, you know what? I want to get creative and that's just like something I want to try. I always enjoyed stand-up. Yeah. But my... I was so naive and I think a lot of people are about stand-up because... When I would watch specials or, like, see comedians perform, I thought that they just got lucky. I thought they were in conversation with someone at, like, a cool party, and someone was like, oh, my God, you should do comedy on my show or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you should perform on my show. And that's how it happened. I didn't realize that if you work hard and put in the time and effort, like, anyone could do it. Mm -hmm. And I was going... I was senior year of high school. I would use my sister's ID to get into the Laugh Factory because I wasn't old enough. And I would watch, like, I would go at least once a week. I was just going to the shows. And, And I remember I went on, like, an off night. It was new material night. And I saw these comics who I looked up to bringing notebooks on stage. And I was like wait, they're not just coming up with this? Like, this isn't just, like... Like, broke the... Yeah, and so I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. I can do... Like, this is something that I can do. And so that's how I found out about, like, open mics and stuff like that. Did you, um, you know, break down into tears? Because that's what happened to me when I learned that. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, I I was I think you wanted to be more of, like, an actress, right? Uh, I, I didn't really like, know what I wanted to be. I want to be around... Well, the you're, like, naturally dramatic, though. Oh, thanks. 
I don't mean that offensively. <laughs> well, no, I went to, it was actually like, I moved to LA three years ago. Expressive. You're Is that really expressive? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, maybe, maybe. Uh, but I, I went to UCB, uh, I went to like an acting school or whatever, but I have always loved comedy, but I didn't realize like, like you said, like you could work at it or what really that even looked like that workshopping. And I went to the inner sanctum, which is a small stage that they have for people to just like go up and try new shit and like see what is working or whatever. And I saw that and I was like, oh my God, now I know I can also because I'm where they are you know I just haven't put anything on that stage yet but I totally could and then I like had this whole like awakening come to Jesus moment it was come to Jesus moment that's what I've been calling it so I was just curious if when was that that was uh, like a year ago oh not even a year ago so fairly new fairly fairly new new awakening Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean it's such a great it's such a great feeling to know that like you can do something and to have it be like, Oh, I can do something. And this is also what I want to do. And I had no idea. Like I didn't realize that I could do this. Right. And now I know that it's like accessible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How long have you been in stand up now? Like five years, four, four. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Wait, to get back you to your, qu- I'm 23. Oh, no, okay. no, no. I'm 22. <laughs> oh my God. Girl. When's your birthday. September 8th. Are you checking your ID? You are. My dad, when I was young, he told me I was born in 1994. And for the longest time, I was like, yeah, that checks out. I don't do math. <laughs> and then I I realized that he was wrong. And I was born in 95. And for the longest time, I was telling people that my birthday was September 8th, 1994. Because I just didn't do the math. When you're that young, you're not trying to figure out 1990, whatever, to no. 2003, you know? Yeah. And then I finally realized that I was born in 95, and I was like, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. What were you going to ask? No, to get back to your question, I I had been doing comedy for about, like, maybe somewhere between, like, I want to say, like, five months, around five months, and then I I became the regular on Kill Tony. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, Holy that's shit. very quickly. Very quickly. But it was also, was that when Holy it was like shit. a, the show was still like coming so into its own? I mean, sort of, yeah. kind of. I mean, just even since I've left, which hasn't been that long, like, and when I was, before I had left the show, I had seen, because when I first started, everyone was like, oh my God, I bet you have so many followers now. Like, I bet people just keep following you. And I was mm-hmm. like, honestly, not really. Like, yeah. I'm, like people are following me, but it's not like it's insane. Not like yeah. Or, yeah. And then even as I was doing it, like more recently, I was like, holy shit, all of a sudden people are like really into this. It's, uh-huh. It was really cool to like see it grow as mm-hmm. it was happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the fun thing about stuff like that is, like, you never know, like, you know, when you're starting a podcast or you're starting out stand-up, it's like, who knows what's going to happen with this. 100%. Right? But it's cool to see it happen for other people and be like, yeah. 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 I, I mean, when I first saw you, that must have been, like, I mean, that must have been, like, less than a You hadn't been even doing it a year, like, the first time I saw you. When, when was because the first time you saw me? I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> But I mean, I, I mean, I've been going to Kill Tony since 2014. The first time I went was in December 2014. And then Sarah Weinshank and Kim Congdon were still the regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after that, I think you were on it, right? Yeah. When was, like, your first time? 
2015, right? 2015, yeah. 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 And it was Sarah Silverman and Doug Benson. And I had, before I became a regular, I mean, I was hanging out at the comedy store Mm-hmm. all the time and it was so cool because I wasn't even really like it was hush hush but I wasn't even really allowed to be there because I was 17 mm-hmm. 18 and I knew all the door guys at this point because I'd been doing open mics and you know I would see all of those guys around and they were just kind of like cool with it they didn't I don't think they even really thought about it they just saw me you know yeah. no one's asking me how old I am but when it was so cool hanging out there, and so then I had signed up for Kill Tony a couple times, and I had had good sets, and uh, and then I was doing this impression of Sarah Weinshank, and I did it to Brian Radban, and then he was like, we got to show Tony this, and then I did it to Tony, and that's how they kind of started becoming familiar with me, and then just... Yeah. just I can't remember that. By just, like, being there, and... Wait, did you do it on the show? I think, like, on, like, my first appearance, or maybe, like, yeah. the second time I was on, I did it, yeah. but, uh, yeah. It was crazy because I'd, I'd gotten up maybe like three times before and then they were like, we have like some big stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. What do you mean? Like we have some big like, stuff? Like Tony just was like big stuff is like coming up. Just like he he told me beforehand that I was going to it wasn't like a surprise that night that I happened to be there. Oh, you know, it was yeah. like I had known about it. And so he was just like, we got big stuff coming up. And I was like, that's oh awesome. My God. Yeah. It was That's surreal. Awesome. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the show because, like, I mean, you know, like, I've always went to that show. Yeah. You know, like, there was so many times where I was, like, there and you're like, why didn't you say hi? I was like, I don't know. I want to bug anybody. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? We don't know but, how many uh, other people are coming up and saying, hi, we're a big fan. Honestly, so not that yeah. many. It would be nice. Really? I should have then. Yeah, right. you should. Yeah, that's why I, mean, I messaged I you and told you to. <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm here. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll say hi after. And then you're like, yeah, I had to leave right after. <laughs> okay. I just did it. You know what it We're is? We're intimidated. That's all. Not, it's not intimidation. I'm intimidated. I'm speaking for myself. No, I mean, well, I mean, I haven't even known you that long. No. But I've, I've, I mean, when I lived in Temecula, like I've told you this, like I would come out here every Monday. Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just people that I respect, like whether they're famous or not, if I don't know them, like Tony Hinchcliffe uh-huh. and like Brian Redband and yourself, like I didn't want to be like, hey guys, like what's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't want to like fucking bug anybody. Yeah, because then you're like, hey, who are you? And you're like, mm, just a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, like, Whenever like I see a celebrity, because I always want to say something, I also have to be like. Okay, and then what happens after I say that? Exactly. Yeah. Is this worth it? So, yeah. like, yeah, the other day I was at the comedy store and I met a USC fighter and I was just, like, I was walking on that, like, that um, the ramp, like, down to the comedy store next, uh-huh. next yeah. to the comedy store. Mm-hmm. And I was walking next to him for a while. Who? Brian Ortega. Huh. And I didn't know, you know, like, who the fuck? He's that one who's, like, <laughs> super jacked and ripped, right? Nope. He's very small. Oh, damn it. I was like, that's all of them. That's a I'm wild I'm going to sound guess. like I really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could kill me if he wanted to. For sure. But uh, no, yeah, he's not like crazy jacked or anything. Uh, so you were yeah. walking next to him. Anyway, so I was walking next to him for a long time. Like, not a long time, but like Down 20 the ramp. seconds. I didn't know it was him. And I look over and I like notice that it's him. And like in like, because I'm a huge like UFC fan. Yeah. Right. And I'm a huge fan of his. And he's not like a huge fighter yet. And I was just like. What the fuck do I say? So, like, I was, as I'm walking next to him, I, he probably got, like, this weird energy from me. Maybe. Because I was like, what do, I, what do I say? And I kept, like, looking over, and he was looking at me, and I was like, I was like, dude, I got, I mean, what's up? 
Like, I gotta say hi to you. Yeah. What you did know? he say? He was like, bro, what's up? Like, whatever. You know, he was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then, like, to his coach, like, I know his coach, too. And I was like, dude, I know you, too. Like, I'm a huge fan. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, cool, man. We took a picture. And then, like, we're still on the ramp, though. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, well, you guys probably got, like, VIP or something, right? Like, I'll let you guys do your thing. And so I just stayed on my phone for a little bit. They walked down. And then, like, I let them walk ahead. They get to the front. I figured they would just go through the back. It's Brian Ortega. He's, like, friends with Brandon Schaub. No. I figure they're going to the back. Even Bieber's got to walk through the front. <laughs> yeah, so does he really? Yeah. No way. I think so. I think, yeah, I saw Robert Pattinson there, and he, you know. Really? Same if protocol. Not, if you're not a comedian, right? Just walk through right? the front door. No, but then I walked up to the front door. I'm like, oh. and then Hi. I And then I said something so fucking dumb, dude. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, Brandon Schaub didn't hook you guys up? Or, like, I thought you guys would get VIP treatment. They are like, no. Nah. Like, uh, and I was just like, oh, cool, cool, man. Cool, man. Just, well, uh, no, just keeping you humble. <laughs> yeah, see ya. I guess. But, yeah. it was, but it was just one of those things. Like, I'm glad I did it, but also, like, fucking weird, right? It's weird. Yeah. It's always weird. I saw Kyle X. Do you remember the show Kyle XY? I do. So I went to Takaya before I came here, and I went to Takaya two Mondays ago. And he was there two Mondays ago, and he was there today. Is he still doing stuff? I don't know, but I But you just love know him, him from that? Yeah. yeah. I wanted to be like, let me see your goddamn belly, belly button. button. I didn't yeah. want to say that. What? His character Kyle in the XY. show doesn't have a belly button. No. And I was trying to explain it to my friend, because they're like, what is this show? And I'm like, I don't know. I think he was an alien, but I think he also was like... Not a person, but he was kind of a person. He slept in a bathtub and he didn't have a belly button. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is he didn't have a, why? It was just a show on the CW. Oh, that's perhaps. why I didn't I don't know. remember. My was, sister watched it. I just knew of it. I loved it. And he's so... Uh, yeah, he was standing right in front of me. And I'm like, I'm like, should I say something? But I'm like, I literally have nothing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also I'm like, do I even care? Do I even care? I have to, like, ask myself that on a daily basis. Do I really care? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah comedian, I don't. With comedians specifically, I feel weird. Because you know that they're kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I heard TJ, and I was just telling you, like, the other day, TJ Miller was there, and, like, um, Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub were there. But, like, um, I was, like, standing next to TJ Miller, and I'm a huge fan of his. And I just, like, wanted to say something so bad, like, what's up? But I didn't want to be that fucking guy. And I've heard him, like, say, like... Yeah, you you hear their perspectives on it. Yeah, like, in interviews, like, I've heard him, like, talk about, like, yeah. when people do that. He's, like... Like, I at one time, he told somebody, he's, like, you don't really want to take a picture with me, do you? And the guy was, like, no, nah, not really. I just wanted to say something. He's, like, all right, man, see ya. Like, I didn't want to be that guy, but yeah. I did. You know yeah. what I mean? I think if it's short and sweet, like, I think everyone likes <clears throat> to be flattered. Like, you know, mm-hmm. everyone like, hey, wants... I'm a fan, bye. Yeah, just short and sweet. Like one time I saw Chelsea Pretty at the comedy store and I love her. And yeah. my mom told me that her neighbor like went to school with her. And so I was like, that's my connecting thing. That's how I connect with her. And I told her and she was like, okay. So cool. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know why. So I don't even know who my mom's neighbor is. I don't know what school they went to. And I'm just like, here's a thing. <laughs> like everyone is just trying to have some sort of connection. connection. And when it's with someone that most people know, like that's why like celebrities, everyone wants to have some sort of connection. Cause it's like, then you're connected to more people. Everyone knows that person. Yeah. But I was like, I am not doing that again. And that is bad. Yeah. It was so yeah. painful. I was like, I'm just going to say, hey, I really like you. That's it. 
Yeah. If I, I always like want to have something obviously to connect and that's why I'm like hustling so hard. I'm like, I need to be at that point where I can say, Hey, like good to meet you. And they also want to meet me. And it's not like you're just some low life fan where they're like, okay, bye. Yeah, but I think I think you you, you have to stop looking at it that way because it's not low life. You're doing your own thing. You're on your own path. That's fair. Yeah, you know? that's what I was literally just telling you before this. Because she, because you know, whoever you're looking up to at one point was like <clears throat> doing that same fucking thing. Yeah. And so if you have the mentality of like, I mean, I'm I'm literally just saying this to remind myself. It's like if I have that mentality of like, oh, I'm just this person trying to talk to Chelsea Peretti then it's like well then that's what I am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until I am like no I'm just telling her that I think she's a badass bitch mm-hmm. because I want to I want to be a badass bitch like her when I grow up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all I want I want to be like I see you I fuck with you I want to be you but different and my own thing but also like respect you know yeah because like I mean especially in LA it fucks with you because you see so many people who are super successful and then it's like I can either have the perspective of like, oh, I just want that, or I can be like, I'm doing that, I'm getting there, I'm yeah, I, I see you, I'm I'm trying, mm-hmm. I'll be there, I'll catch up with catch you soon. up with you, yeah, yeah, I'll see you there. I guess maybe I I ideally would like a conversation, but it's like that that's not necessary. Yeah, I always think it'll ha- it's it'll happen, it's gonna happen. Because yeah. whenever I try and force something, I'm like, yeah. this doesn't feel good. Nobody feels good. I feels hung awful. out with this band that I really like, and like it was so cool, but I Ooh. was just like. Name drop. No names. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, well. Is it a known band? Kind of. I don't know. But I was just like, like, I just wanted to, I was already hanging out with them. But in my head, I'm like, I just want to be friends with them. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm so, like, oblivious to see that that's what's happening. Right. I'm so like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a famous band, you know, <laughs> that like, instead of enjoying it, I'm like. Ah, you know. <laughs> and so then I was like, I at one point I was like, fuck it, like I'm just having fun. This is just, I'm fu- I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about yeah anything. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Who's the famous person you've ever met though? Mm, the most famous. The most person. famous person you've ever met. Oh, um. Ryan Seacrest. N- no, I mean, I guess he's super famous. James Franco. You met James Franco? Where? Yeah. Um, no, just at a coffee shop. What'd you say? In Silver Lake. What was um, your in? No in. Um, nothing really. You were just like, it was pretty uneventful. Is it yeah. like what I was just saying? You were just like, hey, and then you're like, all right. Well, well. it turns out we had like a mutual friend. So we had like, oh, okay. so then after that, we went to Sinespia together. Oh, what not did you just see? like me and him. It was like a group of a group, a gang of people. Yeah. We saw, um, I think it was Jurassic Park nice. on like last Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was crazy. I just saw Alien there not too long ago, and that was I my used first to work there. Going. Really? Yeah, I used to do it. Nice. How was that? Yeah. It was cool because then my coworker saw that I was like there with James Franco, and they were like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I was like, "I don't know either, but I'm not working here anymore. I think this is the point when I discontinue my job. Um, I'm way and, too cool for you guys. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was it. So you just met up at a coffee shop, and then he was like, "Hey, you want to go to?" Well, we had a mutual you? friend. It wasn't like you're in. It was oh. just like we had a mutual friend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You gotta act like it's casual. 
Yeah, you. you is he a you cool dude, or is special. he super cool? Super cool. Yeah, seems like he would be. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing is when you realize that they're just people. truly they're just people, yeah, and it's no, like totally. I'm literally creating this story for who I want someone to be or who I think that they are when really they're just like us. They're trying to do the thing, mm-hmm. and they have the thing, and even when they have it, they're like, I got to keep this thing up. How am I going to get the next thing? They're mm-hmm. just as you know. Scared, they get just as scared and just yeah. as insecure. So that's why I'm yeah. like, I'm done being this like sad, <laughs> this sad little like scared bitch. Cause like, I need to just like enjoy what I have. Cause then when I yeah. get the thing that I really want, I'm gonna be there like, what's next? Instead of being like, dope, I wanted this. And I like, look yeah, at what happened. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. I need to hang out with you more to get my own stuff. I'm not always like out. this. I think I just like, <laughs> am on a high from this Takaya juice. What is that anyway? It's some ginger thing. It tastes like, um, it, makes you feel it tastes like banana what? boat. It nice. definitely didn't. I had a taste yes. of it and it tasted like a flower. I thought you said you hated it. I did. Oh, got it. He doesn't like the taste of flowers. That floral taste apparently. or whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. Yeah, some sort of like ginger iced tea. Not Gin- for me. Some, I don't know. Well, ginger's like a wellness Ginger's great. Thing. I love ginger. So that makes Whenever sense. I get sushi, I'm like, just bring me an entire plate of ginger. I will eat it straight. Yeah. Really? Just, I mean, sort of. <laughs> I, that was sort of a, an exaggeration. I eat but it straight. I do, yeah, because I really give it good. to you straight, and then you're just boop, 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 boop. so yummy. I've never experienced this during sushi. Hmm. <sighs> Need to eat more sushi, apparently. Yeah. Anyway, back to Allie. Oh, I love when people say that. I'm like, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Um, what was your like worst set of all time? Do you do you remember? Oh my god. Or like any open mic experience that was like just so awful. Well, here's the crazy thing is there's been plenty of, like, terrible shows I've done or, like, terrible mics and things like that. None none at this point that stand out as being, like, complete. Like, yeah, like one that really stands out. But I remember there was one. A guy booked me and, like, three or four other people to do a show at this bar in Ventura or somewhere like far fucking in nowhere town. Tarzana maybe? I don't know. Mm. It was this bar. It was a late show. I was like, this was probably two years ago. So I'm two years in. I'm still pretty like not great. And he gave us all like 30 minutes. Shut up. And so we're at this bar in fucking butthole town (laughs) and I'm not a great comic. And I'm doing 30 minutes to five people, maybe five people. And at a certain point, I was like, no one is paying attention. This is not worth not. No, you know what? It it just wasn't great. No one's paying attention. So I pull my pants down on stage. So you people did? watch you the Lady Gaga. Yeah, I, I took my pants off. I, they're at my ankles and I'm wearing like boy booty booty panties you know the mm-hmm. cheekies the cheekies i don't know what they're called so i'm not like in a thong you know i'm feeling pretty confident pretty comfortable <laughs> and nice. all of a sudden the five people are looking at me and i'm like well now i have your attention and i'm going to proceed with my jokes and that was a nightmare why? Oh. I just did. I mean, it was just bad. It was not good. Oh my god. 30 yeah. minutes for new comics is too Did you long. did you get paid? No. For real? Yeah. 
voluntarily just yeah no one is so why is he why is he giving you 30 people 30 minutes i don't know i mean that's the thing is like like there's so many comics that everyone's just like you want to do this show that i started the tin and alley and i'll give you a hundred uh you can actually do a hundred days as long as you want (laughs) a hundred days yeah you yeah. just have to pay my rent. And you can actually run a show in this room in my house. Um, yeah, it's That's crazy. Super weird. Yeah. There's so many terrible shows. Mm-hmm. Does it make it? Does it take the pressure off to know that all those shows are so bad? Um, Not so bad, but like there are those I mean, shows they, where you're like, eh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, I try and look at that about any show I do. I mean, it's definitely easier when you're doing a bar with five people where you're like, oh, this literally does not matter. Mm. But I try and have that attitude with everything that I do. Not that it doesn't matter, but like, but like, don't overthink it. I'm just doing, I'm just talking. Mm. Like, it's not science. It doesn't have to be good. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the shows that I'm doing, no one's paying to be here. They're just here. So am I. I'm not getting paid to be here. So, like... You have to I'm, literally psych yourself out most of the time to, like, to get I, Kind of. I mean, yeah, I just... I don't look at it so... With such, um... With such, um... Like, with consequences. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm just here. Yeah. Mm. There's no... There's no pressure. If it goes There shouldn't good, be any pressure. Good, if it goes bad, then oh well. Yeah, oh well. Yeah. I've only been... That's the thing about LA is that everyone feels pressure because it's like, maybe I'll get seen. And I think that's why a lot of people who aren't ready to do stand-up come here is because they want to be seen. That's why there's so many weird fucking people doing stand-up who are just like, I'm the comic with the tambourine and that's like my thing. Mm-hmm. Because they want to be seen out here, and I think that, like, that can really get in a lot of people's head mm-hmm. about, like, it can keep you in your comfort zone. And I think that at certain points it has kept me, like, in this place of comfortability when really it's, like, who cares? I'm 22 years old. I've been doing it for four years. Like, do I need to be seen right now? No. Mm-hmm. Like, ideally... I'll just go to, like, Austin for a year or for, like, a month and, like, just go fucking there and, like, have fun because there's literally no pressure there. You're just in Austin. Yeah. Like, in doing stand-up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do this year is, like, go out of town more. Yeah, yeah. You just go back to New York, right? Yeah, I was in New York for, like, four days. How was that? It was so fun. Yeah. It was super fun. Would you ever move to New York? Oh, my God, I would love to. Yeah. But um, it's just expensive, and you have to work hard, and I don't want to, like, work at two different Starbuckses to pay my rent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound fun. No. It's more expensive than L.A., then, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. And for way less. Yeah, things. you get so much less. That's why, like, living somewhere like Austin or D.C. or Denver or a small scene like that is so cool because you can like just get you can do so many like mics and shows and like typically mics in like smaller areas like that like have real audience members so it's essentially like you're doing a show yeah and you can do a bunch of time but like tom segura did started comedy in la and like stayed out here the whole time so it's not that it's like people always are like oh you you can't be just like an la person or just a new york person you have to like mm-hmm. go out and it's like yeah, to some extent, but um, I think it's just what you do with your time when you're wherever you are, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I, um, li- I was actually thinking about that. This, this, this girl that I met here just decided she's moving to um, Houston, I think it is, and 
I asked her, like, or she wrote a little thing, basically, when people are like, why are you doing that? And she was like, I'm, she's like a blogger. So she's like, I can do this from wherever. It doesn't really yeah. matter if I'm in LA or not. And I was like, oh, that I've never really even thought about leaving to pursue what I'm doing somewhere else because yeah. it's not necessary to be in LA. I've found that I like the people here, like in the creative scene. That's kind of mm-hmm. why I feel like I want to stay here. But it does sound nice to take the pressure off of yourself and just kind of do whatever, who cares for a little bit somewhere where it's not like that's going to be part of you forever. It's like a cute little learning process that you get to put yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think like going out of town for like a month is for me would be like super fun right now. Mm. Just because I can like come up with shit. I can like not really have a set and I can just kind of. Yeah, and this just doesn't like matter too because this is like your home base, so you can like yeah. try new things somewhere else, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shit, I was just gonna ask you something I forgot. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on for a second. Hold on. Yeah, you got a question? Uh, sort of. Um, it. how have you found? Um, do you have a lot of people that you? Like, when you write, you write just by yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't have any collaborators in uh, any form? Uh, oh. No, I just... I can't... For me, right now... I mean, that's the crazy thing with podcasts. Is like, I'll be... Li- like, I was just listening to someone who I know on a podcast from 2015. And it's, like, crazy how much things have, like, changed for them. And so it's always, like, weird to be taught... Like, it's weird to, like, talk about something and then be, like... I could totally change my mind tomorrow and be like, you know what, actually, uh, I mean, I don't know, whatever. But um, it's just weird to know that right now in this moment I can listen back to this in four years and be like, I sound so dumb. (laughs) I don't believe that. Why did I say that? That's happened since we've started this podcast, and this is like the 15th episode. Yeah. So from the first or second, I was like, oh, I... I know what I was going to ask you, by the way. Oh, good. What? Wait, keep wait. What was your? Qu- I don't know why I said that. Well, what did you ask me? Uh, your if you have any collaborators. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I can't sit down and write. I don't. I don't just sit and write. Everyone. My mom will be like, "You should be writing when you wake up every day." Because my mom listens to podcasts, so she thinks she knows uh, yeah, yeah. what <laughs> comedy is. Right. And I'm like, "Thank you," but that just doesn't work for me. And I wish it did. And maybe I could try it, but like. For me, it comes at open mics or it comes just, like, throughout the day. Um, and then what? You make, like, a note on your phone? Yeah, I just, I just pop it in my phone and then I'll put it into a notebook where I can kind of expand on it a little bit. But, um, I mean, I think stuff like that will evolve because it's different from when I first started. Like, there's so many people who I can... I can tell when someone is, at, like, is, is in their first week of open mics because they have what looks to be a script, a monologue, <laughs> where they've typed everything out, hold for applause... Like that's how that's what I did at my first open mic. I was like, "This is gonna kill right here," because I thought I knew and I had no you idea have it in your head. But now I, it's just bullet points, and I know what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, but that'll probably thing. evolve. You know, at a certain point, I'll be like, "Oh, now I can just write out thoughts, and it will become funny because I've been doing it for this amount of time." <laughs> mm. That's why I mentioned like how it's weird to do a podcast because like it's like things constantly change so Mm -hmm. i don't know right now i don't i don't write with anyone i just do my own thing 
and hope it works out. And if not, whatever. Have any dudes from open mics been like, hey, do you Oh, my God, ride? yeah, yeah. Oh, please yeah. tell me all about yeah. it. When I first started, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of, and I'm friends with him now. But um, and I was friends with him then. But I was like a month into comedy, and he messaged me on Facebook. I I don't even actually I don't think we were really friends at this point. I was like a month or two into it. Mm. He messaged me on Facebook <coughs> late one night. I'm living in Long Beach, and he was like, "Hey, wanna wanna come write with me?" And I and I was like, "No thanks. I'm in Long Beach." He was like, "I'll send you an Uber." No thanks. What? No thanks. That's mm, no thanks. Super lives cool. in LA. Yeah, LA dude. We're cool now. <coughs> I mean, yeah, we're fine. But I'm just like. You're gross. That's gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Also, how pathetic if you were actually trying to write. How sad. How bad are you at comedy? That you're like, this girl who's been doing it for two months is really going to help me punch up these jokes. He didn't want to. He didn't want to write. No, 100% no. he didn't. There's so many gross male comics. And um, well, I can't wait I for them it. to all burn. <laughs> Just be a decent that's, person. That's what I was asking you, though. Like, what, like... Was there any, like, really bad experiences? Like, being a chick, I would imagine. Like, because when I go to, when I've been to the open mics that I've been to, like, and if there's girls there, I'm just like, I'm like, there's, like, a homeless guy, like, burning shit outside. Like, are you going to be okay? You know, like, not really. Like but a like, dangerous. No, but I just feel like, I feel like someone should be, like, looking out for him. Yeah. You know? I don't like that. Mm. I'm fine with stuff like that. It's just creepiness. Like, I can deal with, like, a crazy homeless guy, and it is nice to be at an open mic because I know that I have guy friends around me. I don't want them to assume anything, but I'm like, if I need help, if I feel unsafe, I'll be like, yo, what's up with this guy? Bring it to their attention. I don't want to deal with homeless people in that way. I don't want to deal with any sort of confrontation in that way. Yeah. But in regards to, like, creepiness, so many, I mean, I think in any environment, but especially in comedy, it's, like, it's easy to be taken advantage of. And if you're a naive person, not to your fault, but if you're a naive person, then you're going to be, like, this guy's going to help me, and Mm. and he's going to keep me safe in this, and, like, Mm. whatever. And it turns out that he's a bringer comic, and he's not going to keep you safe. And um, What's a bringer comic? Uh, people who do like uh, like you you can perform on the show, but you have to bring five friends. Oh, okay. Pay to play essentially is what it is. It's like oh, okay. it's like hey guys, I'm performing at the comedy store on Tuesday. All I need is twenty of my closest friends to buy a ticket so I can perform. Hmm. And is that not? I mean, when I first started, I did probably like three of those bringer shows, mm-hmm. and then after that, I was like, oh, I can just like get booked if I work hard. Oh. I don't need to like get booked just because people I can bring an audience yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. definitely yeah to their advantage and yeah. not yours but yeah there's um I've heard weird stuff about like uh, about comics I've seen stuff from comics um luckily I uh shut shit down pretty quickly mm-hmm. that's um, good with comics so is it hard to be like have be taken seriously in 100 s- percent yeah how do you go about, of, like, getting over that, being like, no, I'm actually talking to you as a human. Can you stop trying to fuck me? Oh, in that sense, um, I just stopped talking. I, I don't want to be friends with someone who doesn't have any, like, sort of worth for my presence aside from, like, objectively. But it is frustrating to be, like, in a group of guys and to say something funny and then to have them, like, actively try not <clears throat> to laugh. Uh, Because that will happen a lot. 
That's really. Yeah, I'll so be like in a group up. of friends. I'll say something funny, As like you that do. is truly funny. Sometimes yeah. I say stuff that's not funny. Most of the time, <laughs> it's not funny, but I will say something funny, and then it'll. I will look at the men in the group, and they will actively like not laugh. It'll be like, Ali, stop. Yes. And really? then like, and then some like bitch ass dude will say something very mediocrely media, like something funny, but like not really. And then everyone will be, Oh, Craig, you're fucking great, dude. We love you. We love having you in the squad. That happens, that happens to me, but not obviously cause I'm a woman, but that just happens to me in general. Like at work, there's these two dudes, Raul and fucking Polly dude. Ooh, called and, out. They listen to this shit. They fucking do. Fuck you. And, I'll, no, I'll like say, I'll like say something that I think is funny yeah. about like a customer or something. Sure. Where do you no, work? I work in Corona. I'm a bartender in Corona. Yes, Why? Super far so away. far. Uh, he makes good tips. I make good money there, He's so comfy. I stay comf. Yeah, you're looking at me like it's gross that I work in Corona, but I mean it is gross. Um, it's, not, it's not that bad. <laughs> How many nights a week are you working? Four. Three to, three to four. Yeah, because you have a and solid I go against, place. Yes. Yeah, I, like I would like place. to move in and pay nothing. I tried to move in. <laughs> he wouldn't let me. Damn. Yeah, stupid roommate stuff. Anyway, damn. It's a long story. So we'll these two dudes that you work with that suck, um, Roel and Polly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'll say something that I think is funny or that I know is funny, and you know, they're like, oh, what and then like, fucking. Oh, so everyone thinks I'm Jewish at work, which I'm not. That's because you're in Corona, and everyone's like, you have curly hair, you must be Jewish. Sorta, of, but I work with this guy that's Jewish, and like Polly. No, this guy named Devin. He's oh. actually Jewish. Straight like, up. Pr- like so if you're Judaism. next to him, you are therefore Jewish. No, but like, no, but like for a while, like my name was the other Jew. <laughs> and then like, I, I'd be like, I'm not fucking Jewish, though. Like, uh, these people it'd be are funny if I was Jewish. But like this fucking guy, Polly, is always like he'll walk in from like a table or something. Be like, you like, fuck you, Jew. And then like Raul will just die laughing. And then Polly will start dying laughing. And I'm like. Nothing was funny about that. He just called me a Jew. Yeah, that is the hard thing to to be around, to be not, funny around not funny people, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh, this is great," and you're like, "What? No, no, this this is, is bad. Yeah. This is bad. You if guys." Raul is not funny. Why don't you tell him that to the yeah. camera? I'd like to meet him and then talk. Tell oh, him is this his recording? Face. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, cute. Thanks. <laughs> I Thank should have worn makeup. No, I'm not wearing any. You don't have to. Right. It's fine. We're Perfect. on that Alicia Keys all natural oh, yeah. vibe. Yeah. Is that an Alicia Keys thing? Yeah. She like made a whole. She was like, she was like, guys, I'm not wearing any makeup. I think I should like embrace who, you know, whatever. And we're like, yeah, you're already beautiful. Yeah. Is that a recent thing? This was doing? like a couple, a couple months years. ago. No, it's been a few years. I really? Think. Yeah. It feels very recent. I'm still she triggered. Was on that, um, whatever that singing voice voice show. She's not on it anymore because no. they moved on to Vegas. They were like, we need someone who's going to wear trainer. makeup on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Adam, what's his face from? Um, Adam Levine. Five, yeah, daddy. She like, daddy. <laughs> About that? Oh, for sure. Nice. Uh, sure. She like had makeup on after she had made this big thing, and he was like, "I thought you weren't allowed to make it." She was like, "Actually, I can do whatever I want." And he was like, "Okay, that's fair. That's tight." Yeah, but I, I've stopped wearing makeup for a while because I forgot that I like what my face looks like. Oh, that's cool. You know, so I every time you take off your makeup, what's underneath is already you know worse. So 
I just stopped putting what it back on. Because you have, like, these lines under your eyes and, like, just the, your blemishes come out more and just, like, you just look like you're... I always look like I just run somewhere because <laughs> my cheeks were all red I prefer and it when, when girls don't wear makeup. Like, yeah, that's up. what every fucking guy says. Thank you. But is <laughs> that annoying? Yeah, it's super because fucking annoying. Because it's not annoying. true. They're, they don't and know also, what like, really And do, also, though. who cares? I know, but I'm just that saying. That too. But a lot of times they're Whatever, like, oh, like, you have no makeup. And it's like, okay. Not in a bad girl. way. Like, I get it. But also, like, I'm wearing makeup because I want to feel like a different person. I don't want to. I don't I want didn't it to be. That. Yeah, I think most people are like, I want to look. I mean, we, most people are wearing makeup to look different. That's why makeup exists. Oh, we want bigger eyes. I'm going to wear eyeliner. We want nicer eyebrows. We're going to pencil them in. Lips. Yeah, got it. So we're trying. We're actively trying to look different. So You're it's going like out to the store, paying money for it. Yeah. And I when someone it. and when someone's like, yeah, I like it when girls don't. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I want to look different. So I'm going to. Um, and if you Sorry like the real you. me, like, cool. Um, you didn't trigger me, <laughs> but I have a lot of opinions. That's kind of like. I like it. It's fine. Like, so I used to have long hair and then I cut it all off. And when I show guys, like, I, I was oh, at this no. bar and I no, showed no, a guy, no. I showed a guy a picture of me with long hair and he goes, said something like, oh, yeah, that's like, that's nice. You should go back to that. And I'm like, She's not here right now. So if you want to <laughs> fuck her, get a time machine because this is what you're working with. Like this is a different me. I'm just showing like I'm showing you a friend. Like look at my friend. This is Isn't this, she cute? I haven't seen her in a long time, you yeah. know? So like don't be like, "Oh yeah, you should do that." Uh, yeah, it's going to happen. That's how hair works. It grows back. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. He's he oh and he had so, uh, he's just so bad. I'm like I don't care. I'm not here to like fuck. Like I'm not trying. I'm sh- uh. sorry. No, I it's like fine. it. I like it's it fine. a lot. I like your rage. What? Uh, me too. But and your shirt says speaks volumes about the rage. So. I I could not name one Black Sabbath song. Really? <laughs> not one. Not sure. I I bought the shirt at the comedy store from a guy named Boon Chakalaka. He sold it to me for three dollars. I bought it. Really? Um, I have listened to cool Black shirt. Sabbath, but I could not name a song. Enter the Sandman. Is that Black Sabbath? <laughs> no, probably not. No, I don't think so. Enter Sandman. It's Metallica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, I'm on, yeah. I'm on your page. I'm like, man, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Yeah, but, but I look fucking cool in it, and I look like I would know. No one asks me, "Hey, what's your favorite fucking song?" They are like, "She looks like she knows." We're not going to bother her. <laughs> you do look like you know. I know. You do look. Like that's why that's I have why to I buy thought. it because I'm like, this just goes with my me. Look. me. Is that a new thing? Like you're uh, not wearing makeup, cutting your hair, owning. I a normally different... wear make. I like wearing makeup. Okay. Why? But but I really don't care. Like like I just go through phases. I'm like sometimes I really want to be like fucking glam all the time, and sometimes I'm like I just don't. Mm, just trying care. to chill now. Yeah. Yeah. Today's why? chill day. Why did you cut your hair? Just out of curiosity. Um, There were multiple reasons. The main one was like I had always kind of fantasized about doing it and Mm -hmm. just having that like freedom and liberation and like just being like, okay, like this is there's like nothing like it's just me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, I was scared that I would be ugly and that people whatever. There was just like fear. So I didn't cut it for a long time, but I wanted to. Then with comedy, I was like, I want something, I want to do something that, 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 like, I, uh, not that hair is a gimmick, but in, like, a weird way, it's, like, a define, it's a very defining feature. 100%. Mm -hmm. And I think, for me, I was, like, I want to be, 
even though it as kind raw of raw as possible. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I want to just like That's shave hot. this off and people to just look, people to just hear me, and I don't want to like hide behind anything. Oh, and it was I like, totally feel that. Yeah, even Fuck. though maybe like, you know. That might not be whatever. I just like needed to do something to be like, I don't want to be looked at in like any sort of sexual capacity. So shave your head. And then it attracted like a weird niche group of people (laughs) of guys who are very into women with shaved heads and people touching my head. And I was like, whatever, this is fine. But I like did what I needed to do. That would fucking drive me crazy, dude. It's one of those things that like really pisses me off when people, people touch, touch my head hair. just in general yeah it's like ever not since i was a little kid like if someone hit me in the head i'd be like what the fuck nobody invites that but i have had a fa- fantasy of having that half shaved mm. thing where you can wear it in the middle and yeah. it looks normal but then you flip it and you look like a yeah. punk rock chick yeah. Ooh, i feel that you well like- i had I, I did i did before i had shaved it all off i um i did an undercut so i had the bottom half completely shaved mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was like the first step. That was the first thing. Did and you then like shave it or did you like buzz it? Or what is? The I don't difference? know the difference. No, like, what, did you take a razor blade and like? Oh shave no no no! It? I wasn't bald. Oh okay yeah. But right. I did like a a point. Uh, what's Zero. the? No, I did a two. Oh okay, just so short. Which is super short. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go fully bald, but it was like essentially like it looked like um like two days after I shaved my legs, like that's what length my hair was. You, you guys all know yeah, what we know two days that. after I shave looks like for sure. Are you a net? <laughs> that's you dye your hair. <laughs> yeah, you can see those roots. Oh, yeah. I know. I I texted. I messaged a picture of my roots coming into my hairstylist today, and she messaged me back saying job security. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's true. Like, she's going to keep having a job because my hair grows back so quickly, so the roots come in. So she just you messaged me back roots. being like, oh. this is job security for me. Because yeah. oh, okay. we have to, have if no we idea. color our hair, you have to do it as almost as often as a guy who keeps his hair short. Yeah. It's like the same because hair grows, you know, pretty quick. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why I haven't colored my hair because I don't feel you don't like need putting to, the money. Unless you want to. Yeah, well, I'm d- sort of going through that same thing where I'm being seen in a certain way mm. that I want to, like, sort of erase or cut through. Sure. I think, for me, I didn't... Uh, everything I do is initially very dramatic. You know, I'm like, Good. I'll go to Austin for a year. Like, I told that to my friend last night. I was like, I think I'm just going to go to, like, Austin for a year. Just, like, fuck around, have fun, do stand-up. Like, figure, like just, like, figure things out. Like, who cares? Just mm-hmm. go. And then he was like, yeah, I mean, or a month is, like, fun. And I was like, yeah, a month would be great. But, like, my initial thing is always, like, the most extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to work through anything that, like, through any of my emotional stuff. I'm just going to shave off my hair because that'll be what separates me. Which was great, and it did help. But I think I could have also just, like, worked on, like, things. Like, how to not be... Or how to feel differently than feeling like I'm just looked at objectively and being like, okay, well, maybe if I change, like, this perspective I'm having or whatever, I don't know. But So was there a change in perspective that you could... Yeah, I think regardless, I'm anyone... I think also men, but I think especially women are going to be looked at objectively. And to just, like... As long as no one's like harassing me, then like okay, fine. That's how someone's look. I objectify men constantly, um, but I'm like okay. It's just my like my reaction towards that. Like, am I gonna yeah. let that bother me, or am I just gonna like move on and be like okay, whatever? Mm-hmm. 
Not that everyone's like, oh, fucking Allie or whatever, but, <laughs> you know, I hope they are. Yeah. That's that's the dream. Yeah. It's like, I want you to do it, but on my terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah. of what it is. Power yeah. move. <laughs> How do you guys know each other? Tinder, sort of. Oh, my God. I love that. We're not. He we're not found together, me. Like, oh, he found me, too. Whoa. You on Tinder? No, no, no. Just like oh. in life. Oh. Well, he <laughs> found my profile and we did not match. So setting that no, record well, straight. Yeah, we did. Well, I don't. And think then you, you were that guy really that used Tinder. No, though. I don't use it like yeah. at all. But then he messaged me and was like, hey, I found you on Tinder. And I think the first thing <laughs> I said back was, that's a bold move. Yeah. Dude, we didn't match well, no, and you're messaging that's not, me. That's not what happened. I don't do that. And I <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up. I don't straight up. And it's fine. No, but like you had you had a funny video on your thing. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like I, so this is how I know who you are. I saw you. I think that that was funny. Like I found you on Tinder or whatever. Like, do you want to grab coffee? Yeah. And then we did. Cute. And then it didn't. There was like there was not nothing of, there. And then I was like, but then we were talking. Then we were talking, and we were like, well, you know what? Like maybe I was like, well, I told you about my, the podcast idea, and then like that's how. Wow. That's and then we friends. decided to be podcast co-hosts before we were even <laughs> really friends. <laughs> so like the second time we hung out, I was like, should we like get to know each other first yeah. before yeah, we just... Yeah, it got super weird. Like I think you really were thinking weird. that I was trying to fuck or something. Well, I was like, I just want to make sure that I'm not constantly battling yeah. this. Yeah. Um, like, come on. And I just thought... I was acting chill enough to where, like, you would just know that I wasn't trying to do that. Well, it's just a, it it's a weird. constant in all a lot of my male relationships yeah. is I... It I, got weird because you, like, we were just hanging out one day and you were just like, you, like, I went to the bathroom and came back out and like a flip switch. And I was like, is everything okay? And you're just like, I just got to go. And I, was, oh. I didn't even try to do anything. I don't I was remember like, what? that. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I don't know. Cool, man. See ya. <laughs> 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 you were like, are we good? And I was like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, I was like, is everything cool? Like, you know, still okay. I just need like verbal You're like, all that happened was I went to the bathroom. I walked out completely naked and she just <laughs> flipped. I wasn't even trying to make a move. I just, I like being naked in my own yeah. house. Excuse yeah. me. Louis C.K. is my, my guy. <laughs> I, I like nice. Louis C.K. though. I do too. And you know what's funny is that last night I was watching Comedian the Cards Getting Coffee mm-hmm. Louis C.K.'s on last season mm-hmm. and like the headline on Netflix says like Jerry and Louis C.K. talk about boats cars and sex and I was just oh, like what no. does this have to what is he saying here oh no yeah it was, it was uh, yeah do How you have f- a favorite comedian is my question her favorite mm-hmm. comedian is Ali Mikofsky <laughs> that's dumb <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but at the moment, I like Fahim Anwar. He's a super funny regular at the comedy he's store. Like, he's, he's like my dream guest on this podcast. He's brilliant. He's so fun to watch. Yeah. He's always coming up with like the greatest premises, and he has the funniest tags. And just he's such a great joke writer. Super talented, smart dude. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who else at the moment am I into? No offense to your stand-up, but the, I think the hardest time I've ever laughed, ever, at the comedy store, was Lance Canstopoulos. Oh, my God. He's great. Dude. Why was that no offense? Oh, like saying... Like, yeah, why would that be no offense? Because you weren't saying, the funniest one. Yeah, saying, of course I'm not. Just saying. There's so many great comedians. That would be absurd. No, but like... And I, I had seen Fahim like a few times, and I always liked him. And then when I saw Lance Canstopoulos, I was just like, is that fucking that same guy? Yeah. He's so great. It's Dude, the funniest thing why ever. Why doesn't he do that more? 
I know. He used to do it more, and I don't know what happened. So it's like it's him as he does who he his is, character. and then he does a character. Yeah, he, does his, he goes on completely separately. It's like a completely separate thing. Joe Rogan brought him up, and he was like, is this a... He like looked at the piano guy, and he was like, is this a real guy? He's like, I guess so. He's like, everybody, Lance Cantstopolis. Yeah. And then he just comes fucking dancing. Up. Oh, my God, dude. It was it the funniest been, thing I've ever seen. If anyone is listening to this, I don't know what your ratings are like. But we if anyone is listening to this. Yeah. Good. I'm happy for you. Watch it on YouTube. Just Google Lance Cantstopolis. 100%. Uh, yeah. he, uh, Fahim Anwar has great videos on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, just Instagram in general. Yeah. Also, Brent Weinbach is hilarious. Yeah. Um, Andrew Santino is so good. Ali Wong Live is brilliant. Um, there's so many funny comics. It's Brent insane. Brent Weinbach is another guy that I, I saw him at uh, a restaurant over here on Franklin. Yeah. I saw him with Moshe Kasher and Natasha Oh, Ruggiero. I love Moshe. I, they were all three like eating and I wanted to like be like, guys, ah, what's yeah. up? And then I, I know like, who no. you are. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh. Yeah. The comedy is like really, it's, a, it's happening right now. Like being a comedian is a very yeah. sought after yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I've been listening to a lot of the Comedy Store podcasts, so they always talk about, like, the dead days or whatever. And Yeah, when there was, like, no one going. And yeah, no and now one it's, there. like, they sell out every room yeah. every night. It's crazy. It's wild. I'm very happy for them, you know? It's so fun. It's such a fun place to be. Because when I went up before I started, I was going to the Laugh Factory all the time, and I had no idea about the Comedy Store before I started stand-up. Mm-hmm. And the Laugh Factory was so fun, and now it's, like... The comedy store is where it's at, yeah. and then the improv sometimes. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I gotta go soon. Oh shit! Okay. Any um, la- Did you have a last question? I feel like I cut you off because I do that. Uh no. All right. Well, yeah, are we happy yes. with this? Is everyone yes. happy? Yes, very happy. I'm so happy that no. you came. On. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. I want to hang out with you like all the time now. <laughs> okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Cool. Cool. You guys are best friends now. Yeah. This has been the Have a Seat Podcast with Anthony Pacheco and Betsy, Betsy Hayes. Hayes with Ali Makovsky. Thank you Hi. very much. Hi. Hi. And once back. again, we have amazing ratings, probably as much or as more than Joe Rogan and Anna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people. Yeah, that's here. who we're definitely competing okay, against. Yeah, Follow me on social media, eat my butt, and have a great day. What's your social media? Don't find it. It's not Ali Mac. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>